On this episode of Can You Fathom, I will be talking about helping and altruism and give you purely the key takeaways of the psychological principles behind altruism. Alright, so let's start with altruism. Altruism refers to any behavior that is designed to increase another person's welfare and particularly those actions that do not seem to provide a direct reward to the person who performs them. The tendency to help others is at least, in part, an evolutionary adaption. We are particularly helpful to our kin and to people we perceive as being similar to us. We also help people who are not related or similar as the result of reciprocal altruism. By cooperating with others, we increase our and others' chances of survival and reproductive success. We are more likely to help those when we are rewarded and less likely when the perceived cost of helping are high. Social norms for helping include the reciprocity, uh, reciprocity norm, sorry for my pronunciation, it's reciprocity norm, which reminds us that we should follow the principles of reciprocal altruism and the social responsibility norm, which tells us that we should try to help others who need assistance even without any expectation of future payback. Helping frequently involves a trade-off between self-concern and other concern. We want to help, but self-interest often keeps us from doing so. Okay, so we react to people in large part on the basis of how they make us feel and how we think we will feel if we help them. Positive mood states increase helping, and negative affective states, particularly guilt, reduce it. Personal distress refers to the negative feelings and emotions that we may experience when we view another person's distress. Empathy refers to the affective response in which the person understands and and how they feel and the other person's emotional distress when he or she experiences events the way the other person does. So... The use of empathy is just how a person understands and, you know, feels another person's distress. Okay, so, a lot of this is in large part of the social situation. The social situation has an important influence on whether or not we help. Latane and Darley's decision model of bystander intervention has represented an important theoretical framework for helping us understand the role of situational variables on helping. According to the model, whether or not we help depends on the outcome of a series of decisions that involved noticing the event, interpreting the situation as one requiring assistance, deciding to take personal responsibility, and implementing action. Latane and Darley's model has received substantial empirical support and has been applied not only to helping in emergencies but to other situations as well. Alright, so some people, for instance, like those with altruistic personalities, are more helpful than others. The gender differences in helping depend on the type of situation that is required. Men are more likely to help in situations that involve physical strength, whereas women are 
more likely to help in situations that involve long-term nurturance and caring, particularly within close relationships. Our perception of the amount of the need is important. We tend to provide less help to people who seem to have brought on their own problems or who don't seem to be working very hard to solve them on their own. In some cases, helping can create negative consequences. Dependency-oriented help may make the help feel negative emotions, such as embarrassment and worry, and they're seen as incompetent or dependent. Um, Autonomy-oriented help is more easily accepted and would be more beneficial in the long run. Norms about helping vary across cultures. For instance, between Eastern and Western cultures, we can increase helping by using our theoretical knowledge about the factors that produce it. Our strategies can be based on using both self-concern and other concern. Now, I hope I kind of sum this up in a way that you can see all the different varieties of helping. We've seen that helping and altruism may occur in a variety of ways and towards a variety of people. Um, you know, were you surprised to learn how important helping is in our social lives? Because there's a lot of different ways that this could occur. Can you now see perhaps in a way um, that you did not before? Because like helping allows us to lead more effective lives. Because, you, because you're thinking in the way of a social psychologist, you kind of realize that we help partly as a result of other concern. We help because we care about others, we feel bad when, when they feel bad, and uh, we really want to help. We help more when we see those others as similar to us and when we feel empathy for them. But we also help out of self-concern. To relieve our personal distress or to escape public shame for not helping and to feel good about our helpful actions. Uh, Helping others is beneficial to others, but also to us. We often enjoy being helpful and helping can make us feel good and be healthy. Perhaps your new knowledge about the causes of helping may lead you to be less surprised about the extent to which people are willing, in many cases at substantial loss to themselves. Uh, to help others, or uh, perhaps that you're not thinking more fully whether altruism exists. Do people ever help only out of other concern, or is all helping at least part of the result of self-concern? Does your knowledge about altruism lead you to reevaluate your decision about Brad Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt helping in New Orleans? Um, Perhaps you will be able to use your new understanding of the situational factors involved in helping to make sure that you and others are not led to ignore the needs of others as a result of pluralistic ignorance or diffusion of responsibility. If you find yourself in an emergency situation, you may now have a better idea of how to make sure someone helps. Remember to use the information if the need arises and perhaps your new understanding about helping has given you insights about your own behavior. Um, you know, these will make you think about, are you now willing to help others? Can you see yourself, uh, or can you, uh, can you feel better about yourself if you do? Will you try to increase your own altruistic behaviors? 
I, I hope that I've encouraged you a bit. So, altruism refers to any behavior that is uh, designed to increase another person's welfare, and particularly those actions that do not seem to provide a direct reward to the person who performs them. Every day, numerous acts of altruism occur all around us. People give us substantial time and energy to help others. The tendency to help others is at least in part of a basic feature of human nature. Designed to help us help ourselves. Altruism enhances our reproductive success by helping the species as a whole survive and prosper. We are particularly helpful to our kin and to people we perceive as being similar to us. We also help people who are not related or similar as the result of reciprocal altruism. By cooperating with others, we increase our and others' chances of survival and reproductive success. We are more likely to help when we are rewarded and less likely when the perceived cost of helping are high. When we act altruistically, we may gain a reputation as a person with high status and who is able to willing to help, uh, who is willing to help others. Um, some countries have en- enacted good Samaritan laws that require people to provide our call for aid in emergency if they can do so. We also learn to help by modeling the helpful behaviors of others. Social norms for helping include the, recipro- uh, the reciprocity norm, which reminds us that we should follow the principles of uh, reciprocal altruism and the social responsibility norm, which tells us that we should try to help others who need, access, uh, need assistance, even without any expectation of a future payback. Uh, we react to people in large part on the basis of how they make us feel and how we think we will feel if we help them. Positive mood states increasing uh, he- increases the help in which you give. And negative affective states, particularly guilt, do also. Um, personal distress refers to the negative feelings and emotions that we may experience when we view another person's distress. Empathy refers to an affective response in which a person understands and even feels another person's emotional distress. And when he or she experiences events in the way uh, other person feels. Latanya and Darley's decision model by bystander intervention has represented an important theoretical framework for helping us understand the role of situational variables on helping. According to the model, whether or not we are helping depends on the outcome of a series of decisions that involve noticing the event, interpreting the situation as one requiring assistance, or deciding to take responsibility and implement action. Some people, for instance, those of altruistic personalities are more helpful than others. We help some people more than we help others. Our perception of the amount of the need is important. We tend to provide less to people uh, less to people who seem to have brought up on their own their own problems and who don't seem to be working very hard to solve them on their own. Gender differences in helping depend on the type of helping that's needed. Men are more likely to help in situations that involve physical strength, whereas women are more likely than men to help in situations that involve long-term nurturism or nurturance, care, particularly within uh, close relationships. In some cases, helping can create negative consequences. Dependency-oriented help may make the helped feel negative emotions, such as embarrassment and worry. 
They are seen as incompetent and dependent in their own eyes. Autonomy-orientated help is more easily accepted and will be more beneficial in the long run. Norms about helping vary across cultures, for instance, between Eastern and Western cultures. The strong individualistic norms and cultures, such as the United States, makes it seem inappropriate to help in cases where we do not have any personal interest. People may feel more comfortable helping when they feel that they are acting, at least in part, in their own self-interest. We can increase helping by using our theoretical knowledge about the factors that produce it. Our strategies can be based on using both self-concern and other concern. In terms of self-concern, if helping is seen as something positive for the self, people will help more. In terms of other concern, we may try to increase our social connections with others, thereby increasing the likeliness that they will help. Um, this will also increase the uh, likeliness that we will help them you know, by increasing the social uh, connections. Uh, we must be sure to uh, disembaluate the emergency to others rather than assuming that um, that those others will notice and interpret the event as one requiring help. And help individuals experience that they have a personal responsibility to intervene. In some, altruism is an important and frequent part of human lives. We couldn't live without the help we receive from others. We, general, uh, we generally are willing, in many cases, to return that help. Helping others is beneficial to them, but helping is also beneficial to, beneficial to us, and we often enjoy being helpful, and helping can make us feel good and healthy. Thank you for listening.